What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 36. As always, I'm James. Hey, guys. It's Pena. I'm back. I'm Jared. <laughs> and I'm Joseph, and I got two things I want to say. I'm, I'm Jared. <laughs> God, don't get too excited. I'm, I'm, I'm Jared. <laughs> Sorry we're all together back, Jared, for your uh, amusement and pleasure. That uh, was my first thing I wanted to say is this is the first BCLRT that has happened in a long time yeah. where all four of us are back together. It's Pilot. the first one of the of the new year. Definitely, oh. definitely haven't seen everybody in this room. Oh. Long, long overdue, but here we are. Well, welcome schedule, back. I think schedule schedules got a little crazy yeah. you know, over the holidays, and I know a lot. Like I was told James last week, I just uh, had to stay my, and beat that meat. Uh, <laughs> hey that, now, that uh, too. Uh, my sister called and she's like, "Hey, we're throwing mom a birthday party." I was like, "Okay, so." I can't, you know. Way, to, get way to make me feel like an asshole. I just made a, I made a, dick, I made a dick joke, and you're all, you're all like, oh, hey, it was about my mom and my sister. My mom's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Happy late birthday, Aaron's mom. Actually, it's Monday. Oh, well, happy early birthday. But but we did a because this weekend we were all busy. To get the kids and everybody together. Exactly. It's hard so, to do. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but, I, you know, I could tell James that I, I wanted to do this. I'm glad to be back in the. Hell yeah. Talking. Feels good, don't it? It does. Feels normal. Yeah. I like normal. It really does. It feels like it was around, I mean, we're getting close to our year anniversary. It feels just very close. We're coming up on it. When was that? March? Uh, April. At the end of April. We started in March. We started talking about this in March, didn't we? Right, but we didn't record a podcast till April, I think. Yeah. 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 Towards the end of March, we really got the ideas flowing and rolling. And then April, we finally, you know, committed to it and. So it's coming up. Put out our first podcast. So. You know, and speaking of commitment and confidence, there's something that we usually partake in that gives us some confidence. Indeed. We, we, we're all partaking in it right <laughs> we now. We are all partaking. Which we do in every podcast. We really Alcohol. do. Yeah. But, yeah. But we're doing it differently tonight. We're not doing beer. No, it's not heavy. Is Everybody it? in this room. <laughs> it's not right now. Everybody in this room is a bunch of basic uh, bros, uh, what's what's the uh, bro, bro. the the Starbucks white girls? Basic bitch, pumpkin Basic spice. Yeah. yeah, we're all drinking seltzers. <laughs> we're all drinking seltzers. And what's yeah. sad is that I intentionally went out, and Aaron and I were talking about this before. But I I went and I was like, okay, I want to I want to bring something. And I actually looked around for beer because I was like, I never bring beer anymore. I always bring seltzer. I was shocked at how many seltzers there were. And I thought yeah, I was going. I was like, I'm going now. safe. I'm going safe by getting Corona seltzer. Mm. Surely no one's going to bring that. Of course, 50% of us have now brought Corona seltzers this, uh, tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to decide in the seltzer world. It is. I mean, I personally love the natural light seltzers, the Catalina lime mixers. Yeah. They're awesome. They're hard <laughs> Which, to what find. What a great though. name. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the pink one. The, the pink, pink one, yeah. Okay. The ones I would always buy, and I could only yeah. find them at that Spirit Emporium liquor store. Yeah. I haven't been right. able to find them any, anywhere else. The reasoning I'm drinking them, I've been on a diet since the first of the year, and um, Keep it up. We're, we're drinking, and it's going great. Like, I'm eating nothing but uh, fish, chicken, and vegetables Hell throughout yeah. the week. Hell and yeah. then me and Brianna, we cheated yesterday. We have one cheat, one to two cheat days. We always cheat on yeah, the weekend. Exactly. You, not, not the full weekend, like right. maybe yeah, Friday, right. maybe Sunday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. Last night we had pizza from 575, and that go, they can go fuck themselves. No, listeners, listeners, if you want to please like, ask, ask Joseph for that Snapchat, I was rolling. There, there are I probably, my I, would, I would pick Domino's on Paramount. Pissed. I would pick Domino's on Paramount than oh, wow. both 575s in this town. Okay. Over uh, the experience I had, I may tell that on podcast. But back to the lecture at hand, talking about alcohol. We're gonna talk about um, <laughs> the reason, like, 
So who's all got a Corona sensor right now? We got, I got Bud, we got the yeah, Bud Light. Bud Light Penny and I have Bud Light. So, so over on the right side over here, we have Corona. Hmm, the far right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on our right, we have Bud Light. Bud Light. Stand on my left. So the reason right. me, me and the wife picked these, because we've been on this diet since the first, um, you know, 90 calories, no, no carbs, no sugars. That's the big thing for me. I'm on low car. I'm on no carb. Brianna's on low carb because she's kind of carb dependent. And like, if you know anything about dieting, if you if you try to like do no carbs at all and you're carb dependent, you're gonna feel like ass. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe it's- but the sugar is a big thing for me. Like, yeah. I, that's the one thing I want to cut out completely. Like, is just sugar. And so, uh, it sucks. I'm a Miller Light as far as my like American like cheap beer goes. I like Miller Light. I'm a Guinness drinker. It sucks not having beer. Uh, but just for the life choices I'm making. And it, it, the proof is in the pudding. In t- the last two weeks, when I went to the doctor two and a half weeks ago, I was 212. Uh, when I weighed myself three days ago, I was 202.9. So, Well, hell yeah, man. Proof is in the pudding. Got to. Keep Good, it man. Cheers, brother. Hey, it's 2021. We can all drink seltzers and not get, I, get beat up. Stoned for it. For it. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 is, what was seltzer equivalent back in the day? Zima's maybe? Zima, Smirnoff. Zima. There's a Zima. lot of sugar in that shit. That is no. nothing but sugar. Yeah. I remember I, was, I, I bought a six-pack of Smirnoff when I was bef- in high school, and I, I drank all six one night, and I have never felt so sick after drinking. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Like, yes. And the hangover's yeah. going to be ba- no, bad. No, it, it was horrible. And the Worst decision of my Worse than Rolling Rock. Oh, I like rolling around. Fuck you. Like oh, the bad the bad thing about oh, sugar high contents of sugar is gonna cause inflammation. And the bad like anytime you're dehydrated from a hangover, the reason why your head feels like shit when you're dehydrated, when you're drink have a heavy night of drinking, right? What oh, do you yeah. what do you do in ninety percent of the time after you drink? You're pi- pissing. pissing. You're pissing it all out. Oh, wow. So what happens is is your brain shrinks because your other organs are stealing water from the brain. Mm. And so, but those high sugar content it causes inflammation. So now you have a dehydrated, inflammated brain that, uh, yeah, sugar is fucking terrible for you. Which is aspects. a huge paradox <laughs> that your brain decided to do all this to your brain. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. <laughs> Humans are great. What, what's the what's the uh, uh, intelligent design? Yeah. Thanks oh, a yeah. lot. Whoever yeah. did that. Yeah. Well done, Aaron. What are, what are you and James drinking tonight in form of seltzer? We got the Bud Light. But so like sorry. the flavor. I've got the strawberry. Right. All right, now I've got lemon lime. So far, pretty good. It tastes just almost like the... I mean, once the, you've had one seltzer, you've had them all. They, they're pretty, much, they're pretty yeah. much the same. But I will say this. These yeah. Corona seltzers are probably the least fav- flavorable. I, mean, yeah. I think the Bud Light, like that black cherry, compared yeah. to a Corona black cherry... The Bud Light black cherry. Yeah. Look on that can, Aaron. Is there any sugars yeah. in that that one right there? I, well, when you were talking, I was looking at it, and it says you know one gram. Less, less than yeah, one, one gram, gram, but you know, but still. that's probably why then, because those definitely taste better than these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, there's a hundred um, calories. I will say, I will say of these of these Corona ones, the, the tropical lime is the best tasting one. But I haven't had the. I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, the I like the. Good. I like the. I like the uh, the cherry one. But the black cherry, oh, you can have them because I literally just said this. That is the was most the disgusting only one. That I was the only. I mean, they all taste kind of like Dimatap back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Dimatap slap. Do they still make Dimatap? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Got some in my cabinet. <laughs> Cough suppressant, and it's just like. Yeah. But but your your parents all gave it to us to shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. That grape though. <laughs> Take yeah. some Benadryl. Yeah. Go to bed. The good night juice, <laughs> as George Lopez would call it. 
<laughs> busting out the big spoon for it. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, speaking of gravy. Yeah, my mom killed my liver when I yep. was a kid. Fuck. Too much NyQuil. You slept well. Just off subject real quick. You know, you were talking about grape flavor last week. Purple drink. <laughs> Here we go. Yes, exactly. Syrup. So, they, uh, my son was running a, a fever, and I was like, yeah, I had the grape, and we had Sprite. You made him lean. And oh, I, 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 put, I put the... I put that grape into that sprite, and mixed it up. I was like, "Here you go, drink yeah. it up." You, you gotta put it. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta put it in a double styrofoam cup, right? or, or yeah. it melts. That's Real, what Wheezy yeah. F. Please say the ba- baby. Says. Right? I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> why did he say that? I don't and know. It's like, My name is Wheezy. Please say the baby. I, why, why did I he have say no that? Idea. I, I don't know. I never got into his music. I know his. Like his, that. his yeah. And so his dad, his bi- not his biological father, but his adopted father is uh, what's his name from Big Timers? Yeah, uh, Birdman. Birdman. Burr. Stuck really? on my sneaker, man. <laughs> <laughs> James, what's our first flavor of the week topic? Well, unfortunately, yeah, we lost uh, an icon. A couple of them. In the talk show world, Larry King passed away. I just found out about this today. It was today, right? He it did pass today. But I mean, like, when we started the podcast. Yeah. I oh. thought he died weeks oh. ago. I had Mandela effect about this. Oh, shit. I that is know. weird. I thought he was already dead. That makes me want to think back to who in the last few weeks that was a little bit older and maybe not as well known that it just, like, subconsciously implanted itself where you were like, oh, yeah, he died a couple of weeks ago. I remember or seeing years it. ago, yeah. But yeah, Larry he'd, King. He'd Larry been King. recently treated for COVID. I think maybe yeah. that's why I attribute yeah, that. Yeah, he was hospitalized for chest pains and said he had also suffered from a stroke So as well. is, did he technically, per like what they're going to mock it up as, did he die of COVID? I'm pretty sure that they, they think will mark it up as a COVID death. He was 90, right? Or like 91? Uh, 87. I, th- I swear he's in his 90s. He had to be 90. I mean, yeah, I mean. It, I well, think, was he 90? Yeah, let me. I I, surely, because he—I remember reading something said that he spent over fifty years. I, I think it was eighty-seven. In, in his, in his, in his, you know, his post so. as a talk show host. Yeah, yeah he's eighty-seven. 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 Yeah. Yep. I just remember his whole his like his whole setup. Like when you would watch him, whether it was watching snippets of like interviews that he did in the eighties and nineties to something he did, you know, in the two thousands, it was. It was just an iconic view that not a lot of talk show hosts really show. The, Howard Stern kind of has mm-hmm. it a little bit, but just one on one. But he he was he was he was like no holds bar for real news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. Howard Stern was the farce to Larry King. He was like a, he was like visual. the anti Larry mm-hmm. King. Yeah, I just meant as a visual in terms of like the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and off of the visual, I mean the the background, you know, the map, the lights in the background yeah. that was iconic, and his suspenders and his, his tie. And his glasses. I mean, you that, knew you knew right away when you turn on the TV and and, and that voice program popped yeah. up. Yeah, in his voice, so, voice. I, always, I can't right. do an impression, but it was just so. No, like, I'm not hey, even going to try. It was, just, it was just always like he was unapologetic too. He was he was real. Donald J. Trump runs for president. He didn't tonight. bullshit and you. Like it was you just know? like you listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 R.I.P. to him. Uh, but yeah. he was 85, and in my opinion, if you die over the age of 85. Um, regardless, you know, they're probably going to call it a COVID death. If you die over 85, in my opinion, anything you die of is natural causes. You could get hit by a bus at 90. That's still natural causes. You lived long enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we could all, I guarantee you, nobody in this room is going to live to 85. Shit. Because of the wear and tear we've put on our bodies. Well, that, but man, you know, like last week I was sitting there and I mean, crazy all damn Facebook, Betty White turned 99. And I was like, and I'm like, dude, she still looks good though. 
I, for ninety nine. She looks great. Yeah, I was she like, does. I'd fuck her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't know we were gonna all, go there. First of no. all, just I'm, just the way Aaron was talking, I was like, yeah, she looks she great. Looks, she does. <laughs> she looks great for her age. Yeah, I can see 100%. Betty. I can see Betty White. It could be the most handsome man in the world going up and saying that to him. She'd be like, oh, sweetie. You couldn't handle me. Oh, like, yeah. That, that, that's the, Betty White. Just one of those feisty yeah. old women. Like, yeah. Oh, girl. You know, get me. Just, since you said that, man, I heard the most disgusting joke about. Wow. Now oh, you got to tell it on the podcast. Yes, I have to because <laughs> it said something. Uh, what does a old woman's vagina look like whenever she spreads her legs? Like, okay. a, like a grilled cheese. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Worse, worse. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Who told, who told you that? <laughs> James. One of our teachers. He, he's like, he's like, he's like, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I heard that. I was like, oh. You know, B- Betty White. Just because, and I have this bad feeling, and I hope I'm not right. But like, I for the last like how we talked about 2020 making me like see things kind of glass half empty kind of way. Mm-hmm. I really feel like just because of 2020 and the way 21 started, if we lose Betty White, like just to not let her make it to her hundredth just seems on par for the course. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. In the time of all letdowns, but she is Betty White. She is Betty White and she'll withstand the test of time (laughs) and she'll continue to keep trucking. She has outlived Kobe Bryant, who's probably bar none, one of the greatest athletes of our time. She seems like she's been 90 for like 30 years. <laughs> well, even I feel like she's been 85 since the Golden Girls yes, ended. Yes, I was about to say, watching her in the Golden Girls, I was like, oh, she, she was old then. old then. Yeah, exactly. She was born she was, like, she looked. She has looked like a grandma for know, our entire life. I don't, yeah. I don't she remember. Has been. I don't born in the 20s. Fucking, I don't remember shit. her name, but that old lady that was the, the, the grandma in Happy Gilmore, she was old in oh, a lot yeah. of TV shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She was she was that a she was kind of like that old woman that Poor was in granny. a lot of things. Yeah, what a great movie too. Ben Stiller, you asshole, <laughs> treating her like shit. <laughs> well, now you're on my time. Speaking of which, like I just love like and I know we talked about Hubie Halloween, but I love that Ben Stiller plays that same fucking character at the beginning of that movie. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, you see a lot of connections between those movies. But back to Larry King, and it's just like, man, how many people, like. He was on. When did he? When when was he first on the air, like publicly, like that CNN show or, or whatever? It was on Fox, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it, C- I think MSNBC. I think it was seventy. I think it was sixty nine or seventy, whichever that was. James looked that up. Heck, back then, did they even have that, or was it just ABC? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what did Larry King start on? What was his first? The Larry King Live. What was that? The what was the first episode? What network did that air on? Okay, and so while James is the looking seltzers that up, are kicking in. Uh, the seltzers, hang on, while, while James is looking that up, I, I kind of want to come back to what you had said about Larry King and the way that he did his interviews and how it was just a no holds barred conversation. He he's he he is he was the last one. Nobody else now does journalism that way. Everyone does it more as an activist rather than an actual journalist. Well, at least on CNN, he was on on CNN for twenty five years. Yeah, I was about to say, I know he was on CNN for a long time, things like that. And cause I'm, I mean, I'd sit there and watch sometimes with him, you know, what? Yeah. Just to put it on and listen to him, like, all right, and then turn it. But it's just around yeah, the his, mid- his, his perspective was always. Yeah. I, I think, blatant. well, I think I was just way too young, too. I was like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. But he's, 
But at the same time, he was great. Yeah, Larry a, Larry King Live lasted from June 3rd, 1985 to December 16th, 2010. So Damn. Longer so than we've say, been alive. Say, say that again. Sorry, Brianna texted me. There were six over 6,000 episodes from 85 to 2010. 85 Larry to King 2010. Live. And that was on, where did that air on mostly? CNN. CNN? CNN, CNN. yeah. Wow. 85 to 2010. Jesus. I that's feel long, like he's done so much more. He, that's longer than anybody in this room has been alive for. Oh yeah, no. But how many? How many it, was, yes. it was only until 2010. How many, oh yeah, yeah. How many shows was it? Oh, okay, you're right. So, so that would have been 25 sorry. years. Six the seltzers are kicking the in. The seltzers <laughs> over <laughs> over six thousand episodes. Like, God what? damn. I mean, that's. I mean, you think about that. That's, that's got to be up there. Like, that's think, a lot think of... about think about like um um people that were on and he did radio. His yeah. show went to air in 85, but he was still on the radio. So, like, uh, what was that? Uh, Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. He had that radio show, um, Billy Graham. I think yeah. it, I think Larry King, Rush Limbaugh, and Billy Graham are, like, the longest-running radio shows. I got to just say this real quick. If we continued the way that we're doing our podcast and we do it every <laughs> week, we'll catch up to him and his accomplishment in terms of just general episodes in the next 115 years. And still have the hey, same amount of li- listeners. <laughs> The, three, the, 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 the two faithful ones and some yeah. weird guy uh, jacking off to squirrels on a trailer. No, listen to us every we're, week. We're, we're performing very well for some reason in Lebanon. What? Yeah, I sent it to our group text. Oh, I didn't see this. We yes. got an email about it. I was like, why Lebanon? We're performing well we, in Lebanon? We, <laughs> we are performing, <laughs> well, we're performing so well. are talking about bombs. Well, it's Bomb City. Um, well, that's where that didn't that isn't Lebanon where that big fucking shit exploded yeah, last year? Yeah, exactly yeah. Where it was. Um, they, it must have took out their radio <laughs> programs. And they're all we're all they get. So Lebanon. Thank okay, you. so we um, <laughs> we right, love so you. The podcast, the Bomb City Locker Room Talk, has good performance uh, in in Apple Podcast rankings. Last, so this is the last thirty days. This is how we ended our our inaugural year of two thousand twenty. We were positioned 15 in the category news of the in the category daily news of Neb- Lebanon. We were in the top 15 the daily fuck? news in Lebanon. So how, to all the people that, that didn't think we could make it, you know what's we funny? Made it. We have like 500. <laughs> we have like 500 Facebook friends on our Facebook page, right? Yeah. Like over yeah, late, so like it's that. like 600 or something yeah. like that followers on Facebook. And we we appreciate everybody. If you listen to this podcast, we're sorry it's so shitty. But you thank don't. you thank you for listening. But <laughs> but but that that essentially means if we were number 15 in Lebanon, we're probably reaching at least a thousand people a week. Yeah. Oh, in Lebanon. Jesus. But Lebanon. you know what I wonder is like super weird. When they listen to us they're like you know, I'm gonna li- I'm gonna listen to what James did today. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> or Joseph today. You know, Jared, we're, we're not as consistent but, and uh, frequent enough for the, them to. Well, they're kind of oh, like fuck. Yes, we are. Some like, kid in Lebanon has pictures of the four of us. <laughs> what he thinks we look like. I bet, I bet we showed up. I'm like fuck. I'm screwed. He's gonna be like, I love you. I just, I just, I just had the best, <laughs> I love you. I just had the best idea for a T-shirt that we should because we've always talked about making merchandise for BCLRT. We were yeah. gonna make car magnets, stickers. That was Aaron's job, and it never fell through. I don't never, know what happened to that, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> it's on the website. Still. <laughs> but I just had the perfect idea for a, a T-shirt. <laughs> Bomb City locker room talk. We're huge in Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, I think that's. I do think that that uh, is the best. That is our great we're, intro shirt for we're us. Huge we're huge what Lebanon. the fuck? Pre-order so starting now. Lebanon. <laughs> hey man, at least someone loves us. Hey, then Leb- I, Lebanese women. There's got to be some Amarillo ones that that, that, w- that listen and tune in. So you know, we, that's I, all I care about. We do have a few people that listen to us. I think every single week in so, Lebanon. And, <laughs> I I have a few a few as well that and so always a, com- comment. And we always ask you people text to me. comment or like. Email us, and you never do. Well, it's cool. We yeah. still love you. And if you want to, we we would really love to hear from you. So if you're in Lebanon, or <laughs> if you're in Amarillo, Texas, reach out to us and uh, at bombcity.lockroomtalk at gmail.com. You know, I did, have a, I did have a buddy that texted me last week, and he he asked me, because, man, I'd like to get on, on y'all's podcast. I said, okay. And I was telling James, you know, when we sit in the office and talk, I was like, a couple of guys have reached out to me, and I know that sounds really gay, you know, reached out. No, but, no. no they, it, uh, it, it would be it, gay if it was reach around. <laughs> Even better. But uh, Did they but grab they, your attention? <laughs> but they always but they always ask. They're like, you know, we listen to podcasts, and we've listened to yours. Y'all's podcast sounds so good. Like, it's very clear quality. I'm like... Oh. Thank God for James yeah, for spending I was like, his I was like, money. Yeah, way to go, well, I was like, Well, I told him. I was You're like, welcome. Well, I was like I was like, email, you know, my, my buddy James. He, he's the one that bought all the equipment. I, I really. He researched everything. And I was like, man, I, he did good. I really wish we, I honestly think we need to uh, go back and start doing what we were doing. That one, we did it for one episode. I'll, I'll gladly upload it on my computer because I have a pretty decent PC. I'll, we need to do YouTube videos. We need to put every podcast we on will. YouTube. When we, when we have the time and we watched one we, the other day it was we looked good we did it, it looked <laughs> good it right. sounded looked, good yeah. 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 I, I i really think i and, and so like on my game we'll get back to it on my sure. gaming podcast uh we we've been kind of struggling because i record if for those that are listening i record every week or every month excuse me we've changed it it used to be every week but we do once a month uh remote gaming podcast it's with my buddy kevin that lives in uh orlando florida and it is good shit and and we just listen to we just talk about video games um but it's hard to reach an audience especially when you know he lives in florida i live here Mm-hmm. And we don't have any followers on Twitter and things like that. Um, but we're 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 kind of we're doing okay. But we started putting let's plays up on YouTube uh, of like us playing video games, and YouTube has got us eleven subscribers in the last forty eight hours. Nice. Um, to yeah. just the podcast alone, yeah. not the YouTube channel, but people are sub- listening to the to the podcast. Good, so I, I really think YouTube would be good for us. And yeah, we can continue to do that, and I think you know with new marketing ideas and things we can do you know throughout the this year i mean we can Plus, we can even set up shop and do on-site podcasts yeah, like we, we've talked, talked about, about doing that yeah. like, there's so much more that we could do we're, we're definitely once sod poodles kick their season off we are going to do a yeah. podcast God, at a game during wait. during during a sod poodles game yeah. uh but you know the, the location that we record from is perfect i think we have great background james has decorated the shit out of his garage um it looks almost like identical to the house he used to live in. And it was his back house. We used to have a party house. James collects a ton of sports memorabilia. We have things autographed. He's got a Jerry behind James right now is a, a Jersey 
autographed by Jerry Rice, JSA approved. He has baseballs autographed by King Griffey Jr., JSA approved. Every, like he's got so much shit back here. Here's the thing, and and it, but it, the thing that sucks is there's so much goddamn OU shit. Exactly, that's what I was sick. about to say. <laughs> all the right side where hey, I'm man. at, and mine right here. It's all back good. off. I'll take. I'll it's take. It's all about where you sit too. Man. That that being said, as an A&M fan, I'll take all OU over Texas or Texas Tech any day of the week. You better shut your I'll mouth agree with you. I'll take well, o, I'll I, take OU under Texas. I feel like we're barely we're a tech we're, under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like we're barely scratching the surface of, of what this could be in the future. So I, I just want to thank y'all for sticking around and, and continuing to do this week in and week out because I know how and, and, much of a hassle it can be to make time. And the reason we're kind of talking about this on air is we want to thank whoever listens to this weekly. We yeah. we, we keep, appreciate it. Keep doing um, it. We appreciate our number one sponsor, uh, Rocket Brews, for letting us plug their stuff and, and kind of giving us shout-outs and, and things like that and the support that they give us. So shout-out to Jesse and uh, um, and Alex, man. Alex. Alex. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, make sure you follow them on Facebook because they always have great, great uh, drinks of the month. And they always post them. And, dude, they are, I, I haven't had a bad one. I've gone there. We've gone there at least once a month. To try one of them out, and damn, they're good. And here's the deal. They're damn good. About Alex and Jesse, they take pride in their product. They work hard. And they, they're located where they grew up, so they want to serve that community well and serve it to the best of their ability, and they have. They have not failed whatsoever within the time that they've started Rocket Brews. They've continued to grow. They've got new merchandise that's come out. They've got new uh, freezers, new refrigerators. Like, they're just continuing to upgrade their business. Oh, yeah. So you know that they're doing well, and I just want to thank those guys too because they're they're supportive of the podcast. They talk to me all the time about oh, yeah, the good. direction we're going, and they want to get on again. So we'll have to make that happen. And for our friends in Lebanon, <laughs> don't. I'm trying to. You're, you're translating. Hey, you? <laughs> just let James plug it in. Let's thank you in Arabic. Oh, okay. okay. Well, thank thank you. you. There you go. Yes. Uh, thank you. We're sorry, half your but, town you know, long to smithereens. You know, it, here's the thing. You know, oh, you brought terrible. up that's fucking terrible. Like, the, to imagine they were like having like a wedding photo shoot during yeah. that explosion. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I was okay. Well, so yeah, I saw that one. And Lebanon's not like a. I mean, there are a lot of poor sections to it, but Lebanon's a very flourishing yeah. city. Yeah. But to, I would just remember seeing that the video the very first time, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm seeing the video that was the last thing that person saw." And they were able to pull it from there, a cloud or something. Because you know that device was gone. Nobody found it. So somebody pulled it from that person's personal cloud or wherever and put it on there. And I'm just like, damn, all all, the, all this in a 24-hour news cycle. Like, and people are just fascinated by the explosion as opposed to... People's just, lives were ruined. Right. Yeah. Like thousands. It became me- There were memes and things like that are stupid. Yeah. Uh, were- speaking of memes, I know this isn't... Or is it in our... Flavor of the week. Okay, we'll get to it. What's next? Right, here we're going to talk about the other icon. It's a, this and, one hit me and, hard. And nothing against, uh, and not to not to say anything against um, our last icon, but this man, his contributions, what he did for a large population in America, uh, Hank Aaron, the passing yes, of Henry Hammer, Hammer, Hank Hammer and Hank. Yep, died at eighty six, seven hundred and fifty five career home runs, which should, in my opinion, and I'm a Braves fan. And I think, you know, a lot of Braves fans, they're all like, oh, the greatest Brave of all time is Chipper Jones. And I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me. Are we forgetting about number 44? Well, not only that, but Chipper Jones sucked in all the MLB games growing up as a kid. 
Well, no, he was really good, but he was terrible. He was, he was probably he was the best third baseman to ever play the yeah. game. But anyway, video games. Anyway, uh, Jared doesn't watch sports for those listening, so Not it's really. okay. <laughs> Um, Go sports. But, 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 <laughs> but the thing that Go sucks sports. is – is So on uh, – I think it was like 76 or 78, uh, Hank Aaron broke – and I'm just going off the top of my head here. So, James, back me up on this because I know you got the computer in front of you, but and, and I know you this too off your head too. But uh, on – I think it was like June something, 76 or 78, uh, Hank Aaron – Passed Babe Ruth for the most home runs in MLB history, hitting number 715, passing Babe Ruth 714 home runs. And since then, continued his streak throughout his career and ended retiring with 755. Now, uh, Barry Bonds broke that record in what year was that? James, do you have that info right off the top of your head? Not the exact year, but Barry Bonds is Barry, the leader. Barry Bonds is runs. the home run leader, passing Hank Aaron. And in my opinion, you all know if you if you know sports, you know baseball, you know the the con- controversy surrounding Barry Bonds. Yes. In my opinion, not just being a a Braves fan, but a fan of like that's why Ken Griffey Jr. was always my favorite because during that whole whole Sosa McGuire. Uh, Chase, oh, I Griffey, love that. Griffey Chase. Jr. Yep. was right there too, mm-hmm. but guess what? Sosa and McGuire both tested positive for steroids. They did. King Griffey Jr. in his entire career never tested positive. So, in my opinion, the second bet not only should Hank Aaron's 755 still be the record, there should be an asterisk next to Barry Bonds. In my opinion, the next best home run hitter of all times next to Hank Aaron is the kid. So, I, you know, Hank Aaron is is. The best, in my opinion, the best hitter of all time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not not going uh, off of batting average, but as far as home runs, there are some home runs that are not accounted for that Hank Aaron hit in the nineteen fifty two World Series that could be close. That would surpass Barry Bonds' record. What, what's what's Barry at? Like 768 or 778 or something? 782, maybe. I don't know. It's yeah, something. I, it's something like that. It's I think it's like seven eighty two. No, what? it's like seven sixty. I think it's seven sixty two. Sixty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty it's, sure it is. And so, yeah, like Hank Aaron, man. Because there were there were eight eight to ten home runs that he hit in that series that aren't on the list, and then the statistics aren't documented properly. But there is a news article that that details that he hit a home run consistently each of the nights that they played. So you know, just doing the math. You know, it was a seven, eight game series. I mean, he has seven to eight home runs unaccounted for that should be on the list. So he that, should, that still, should surpass he should still Barry be, Bonds. Be number one. Oh yeah. So here's just a, a random question because you were talking about adding asterisks due to the fact that the guys are juicing, the guys are taking performance enhancing drugs. Do you think there will come a time when professional sports allows that, allows performance enhancing drugs? I think it's possible. To I a degree, but not yeah, not not as far as like HGH and or anabolic. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like you can't. It it's literally the exact same thing as doping a horse, right? Which yeah. is highly illegal. It can get people in prison for doping horses. There's no difference in doping an athlete. Yeah, athlete has a choice. They do. They do, I mean, yeah. They that do. that's true. Like, even you, you could even consider that, that that's worse than horse doping, mm-hmm. or are you saying it's less than? <laughs> I would say the horse not having a choice in the matter would be more taken advantage of than the athlete choosing. Right, to do that it. should be more illegal. Yeah, 
Okay. And I agree with that. I'm just saying there's no difference in, in injecting st- steroids into a... At the performance level, yeah. Yeah, in, yeah. Injecting steroids into a horse before a race, there's no difference in, like... And remember, and we're actually, I'm, I'm in a... Um, I'm in college right now we just uh i'm going back to school to be an rn and we're going the class that i'm currently taking where we went over blood doping which was what a lot of athletes did before hgh and steroids were a thing uh blood doping is where you say you went and you gave like a pint of blood and what they did was they removed just the red blood cells have you guys heard of blood doping before this is what they did in the 50s and 60s before steroids and so what they Russia use, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> he dies. Uh, but basically, what they would do is like you'd give a pint of blood, and then they take they they remove uh, the red blood cells from that blood that you gave, and they freeze them, and they have those red blood cells sit for like forty days, and then the next thing you do, the athlete before a race, like if they were like a triathlon athlete before a baseball game. Before anything like that, what they would do is they would get their own blood, just the red blood cells that they froze, thawed, and re-injected into them. And what that does is it put more cardiac output. When you have an increased red blood cells in your heart, it increases cardiac output, which in turn cr- increases anaerobic metabolism and is going to make you run faster, perform. Like it, it helps your heart and your lungs not get as winded. And so, ba- and, but it can, the bad thing it about it sounds absolutely terrible. For oh, you. it's absolutely Holy terrible. <laughs> it, it can, uh, like red blood cells when they're packed and released like that can coagulate and they can cause things like Is strokes, like a, strokes yeah. and heart attacks, blood yeah. transfusion kind of, kind of, but there it's so like if you were involved in a car accident, um, the, the best blood you can get is O blood because O is the, the universal, universal donor, um, so what they'll do is they'll give you all of that. Like it's whole blood. That's called whole blood. Well, what blood doping was is that it was just the red blood cells that were chemically removed from whole blood and placed into that athlete. And so it, it's, it's super legal. And apparently some like uh, the only people that still do blood doping to this day are like bodybuilders because they can't because they test they piss test for hgh and all these things like the strongman competitions but there's like these fucking like scandinavian dudes like with last names like kitikas vodka gotigan they're still doing blood doping beautiful (laughs) that was so well done but they're 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 still doing blood doping you say that twice kitikas vodka (laughs) gotigan but they're still doing russian is uh brilliant they're still doing blood doping because it's steroids legal. are illegal. Yeah. It's legal. Well, but Hank Aaron never juiced, and neither did King no. Griffey, and those are two of the no. two of the best hitters of all time. You know the craziest thing. I mean, just you know, from this last year, since we didn't have the All Star Game or anything like that. You know, that was the one thing I always enjoyed about the All Star Game. You know, I I know it's just you know, well, it counts. You know, for you know to see who gets home field advantage and stuff. But it was always good to see the old timers. Always at the All Star Game. Oh, I love that! Like yeah. when they bring him out yeah, in his exactly. gold jacket, gold green ja- yeah, jacket, exactly. <laughs> green jacket. Gold I mean, but jacket. It, shit. but it was so shit. like you said, and you know, every, you know, you know. To me, I, Hank Aaron was always that one I always wanted to see. 
I always wanted to see him. Right. He he played in the in the Negro leagues and then the majors. And that and that's another thing. Like just, everybody like hypes up and nothing against Jackie Robinson, obviously yeah, for what he did to the first African American ever play in Major League Baseball. But Hank Aaron was a huge, huge advocate for civil rights movements. He did a lot mm. of things post career uh, for the black community, the NAACP. He did a yeah, lot of things, even for Atlanta, which uh, Atlanta, Georgia, is very predominantly African American, and he's like the, He's still today, like you know, not now that he's passed, but you know, he was always at front and center. They would always bring him out for something during Braves games, and he he was a very big proponent in the civil mm-hmm. rights community. Yeah. So it it it's it's a double edged sword that it it strikes hard, it, it's sadness in in fans of sports. But there, the African American community and the families that he helped during the NAACP and the civil rights movements and the things that he stood for, uh, it sucks because, uh, especially in today today's day and age where so much hate and vitriol happens between everybody, uh, he was absolutely in a time which uh, we had MLK Day. He died seven days into MLK Day, uh, not even seven days. When was Martin Luther King? That was last Monday, right? Yeah, it was on Monday. So I get, yeah, Hank. it's been it's been almost a week since Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and uh, a civil rights av- activist that's very big oh, yeah. passed away. So yeah, I've got one piece of memorabilia that's signed. It's a stat sheet. It's on the wall over there. Yeah, it's got all of his stats throughout his career, and it's it's one of the four pieces that I really love the most. Baseball memorabilia just holds a different weight. When it comes to right. the history and the a hundred percent, like that's it because it's America's pastime, right? Exactly. Like you have tons of memorabilia that's signed by football players. Some like this Jerry Rice jersey is probably going to be like if, if when Jerry passes away, God forbid, that's me knocking on wood. Uh, that that's going to be worth a lot of money, but at the same time, something about you having baseball signed by King Griffey Jr., stat sheet signed by Hammer and Hank, uh, baseball signed by Willie Mays, things like that. These are pieces of history. This is America's pastime. This is really like, and especially with everything that's going on in the world today, baseball is the one sport that always seemed to stand the, the test, test of time, time and bring yeah. people together. That was, that was so fucking cute, you two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we had a major historical event that went down this week. Biden is our next president. How do you guys feel about it? Well, I yeah. mean, it makes sense. He won. <laughs> Yep. So, right. right. Well, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Which, for those listening, Jared does not like Biden. No. But he does respect the fact that he won the election. Yeah. Which, if you're listening, you should do. Yeah. Just understand I mean, that he he won. Yeah. You can throw a really big fit. And that's fine. And storm the Capitol. Yeah, no one, no one gives a shit. Let's face it. Yeah, you can, you can storm the Capitol so that we have national guards. With that being said, time out. Capital. Yeah, I'm really happy they fucking trashed Nancy Pelosi's office because fuck that cunt. <laughs> but I'm not. I don't stand for the Capitol. I, you storming. know, I don't think I don't think you should have to mince words when it deals with politicians, regardless of the politician. Fuck them all. Well, the inauguration was this week. There were a lot of celebrities. Garth Brooks. Which was he really? <laughs> oh, yeah. did you know was see? Garth there? He, he, he sung uh, "Amazing Grace." You know what else he did though? He he lived up to Garth Brooks. Weird. He showed up in boots. 
and ruin their black tie <laughs> fair. He did show up in boots to a black tie fair, which wasn't a black tie fair. It's just the he is the weirdest, most Dude, awkward guy weird. ever. I like. I used to think Dwight Yoakam was the weirdest country singer ever. I think Gar's up there. Dwight yeah. Yoakam's just a weird dude yeah, all Dwight, around. Dwight, Dwight's yeah. still like way I'm, worse than Garth. Yeah, I, I'm Garth's it, just rich. I don't get how we are going to still talk about men. I like. Did you not see J Lo? Did. Yeah, looked, I was going to get to that. Damn, she looked good. How old is she? Like fifty-one, fifty-two. She looked good. Beautiful. God, did that dude. ass? You could bounce a quarter off at fifty-two dude. years old. I'm just man. She was looking damn good. Even Lady Gaga looked good too. Lady Gaga, I love all the memes about Lady Gaga opening up the next, like the start of the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> all those memes, have you seen? I, it? Hope, yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell that she probably went for that. She was probably like, "I'm gonna go up there, and there's gonna be memes made about me." <laughs> like, I can see her planning that yeah. shit out because the and fucking of memes, was the size of her head. The, the Bernie Sanders meme. <laughs> that's that's I'll, everywhere right now. That's I'll, plastered throughout bef- every social we, media outlet. Before we get into that, before we get into that, okay. Before. <laughs> I really, I don't know if y'all heard that, the, the, the lady that did the poem. Uh, I don't know her name. Somebody did a poem. She I didn't, did, she I didn't a, get to watch it. She was like the, the youngest, she's the youngest, uh, the youngest poet to, poet, yes. to was speak. Was it good? Aaron? Oh yeah. It was amazing. Was it beautiful? She, yo, dude, it was, Can we play that on the podcast? Can yeah. somebody look that up while we riff for a minute? James? Yeah, Jamie? James? But, James. But, <laughs> Jamie. my goodness, it, I mean, I mean, I think out of the whole, you know, the whole thing, I mean. That right there just it, it got me. It was really good, and she's man, it was just really good. You know, I mean, you know, I and we've talked about it on the podcast. We've all talked about who we voted for and everything. We're not going to get into any of that, but it's like I, my biggest opinion of it all is like in thirty three years, for the grand scheme of things, whoever's held that office, it's never affected me personally. No, if you didn't vote for him, you don't like him. Just do that. Yeah, don't don't it. like them and go about your business. Move on. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people worried about what could happen. But worry about stuff when it happens. Until yeah. then, you're just a, as, as Grandma Scott would say, you're being a worry word. Yep. James right. has that. Uh, the Doctor Biden, oh. Madam Vice President, Mister Emhoff, Americans and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this? never-ending shade. The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace, and the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are Far Jesus. from polished, far from yeah. pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gazes not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. 
we close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promised glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a forest that would shatter our nation rather than share it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert. How could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised but whole, benevolent but bold, fierce and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens, but one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze-pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the West. We will rise from the wind-swept Northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked South. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation in every corner called can, our country can, can our people diverse president? and right. beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful when day comes we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if mm. only we're brave enough to be it mm. You go, girl. Damn. I told you, man, like that. So, Aaron, 
Thank you. Yes. I, I hadn't heard that. That yes, was, that was because, fucking beautiful. Because we were, you know, in my class, we were sitting there, and uh, we I put it on. You know, of course, I'm not going to. And I, I showed everybody, you know, well, the thing about it, my first, my first class got to see, we got, I mean, I put it on the whole time. And then when we got to her, uh, I mean, I just, I told him, I, all right, shut the hell up, you know? So we, because whenever she started talking, I was like, damn. And I mean, I, I mean, I was sitting there just, I got goosebumps. And, you know, all the kids asked me, you know, what was your favorite part? And I was like, that poem. The whole goddamn that, thing. That, it, I mean, right there. That, I mean, in, in all retrospect, that's what, I mean. Well, you know, Regardless we, of who you voted yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Every word that she said is how every American should feel. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you did, I mean, golly, she hit it. You know, right on the freaking now. Like it, it just, it's just so empowering, man. I loved it. It was the, very empowering. The sad yes. thing about it is Biden probably made it through probably well, 30 seconds of that before he forgot where he was at. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Five minutes worth of, of the speech. But man. that that was, and that was, I, I, you know, it, it sucks that, how old is she? Probably like 16. I think she's no, 22. I think it's, it's at 22. 22. Yeah, she's 22 yeah. years old. Little, Her little, name is Amanda little, Gorman. Little 22-year-old probably could offer anything that was probably said in five minutes better than anything that was ever spoken more eloquently more a more eloquent thought that was put together than than trump gave in four years and then what we're gonna see from biden in four years oh, too. and four years and beyond that's what that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah i agree completely like, but it sucks because that's what we're i'm getting at young is we people, need young people our, our young people with with the brightest minds will never in my opinion won't hold that office because of how political it, it can it's get and how political it is white guy. and how power rules everything or that influence is it, it just it tramples over any any hopes and dreams of, of us having a younger president i think and even barack in 2008 and i think doesn't he still to this day hold the record for the youngest president like no. kennedy was the youngest. kennedy is the youngest kennedy? but then it would be barack right be, he's up there right i think so yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. But at the same time, like, Ken, Ken, how old was Kennedy when he was elected? Like, 43? No, I thought he was, like, 40, 40 41. Somewhere around there. He was in his 40, 41, yeah, 43, right? So, but. It, it, it's to get at what James is saying, it, it just it doesn't feel like, and I think Barack was 45. Um, you're not going to get, it sucks. I would love to see somebody that's president of the United States that's 38 years old with a like, degree in, in law. And criminal law or something like that. It was forty three. Forty three. Okay. I would I would love to see somebody that runs for president that says, "Hey, this position shouldn't be, you know, treated like a monarch position. I'm not going to have any powers that you actually think that a president should have. I'm just going to be a dude, and that's it." Isn't that weird to think that in seventeen seventy six in seventeen seventy six we Fought to get away from monarchs and yep. kings and queens and establish our own free republic and dem- democratic republic and all these things. And today, to sit in here in 2020, we have people on both sides that revere two men as the end all fucking be all. That's what's wrong. You That's what, what's wrong with this country. You know, and I'm not I'm not trying to go um, 
canonical and, and biblical and anything, but it's it's the idea that as a populace, we have to have something that we idolize. Somebody rules us. Yes, ruling. We have to have, you know, we have to have something that we idolize, something that's like, a face oh, of provide for me. A face of, yeah. A the face entire of, country. I, I, that's heard, fucking I, I heard an a idea. A brand. I heard an We're idea. a brand country. Yeah, it's 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 a, like it's a, a Nike Reebok. It's, I heard years ago, and it made sense, and I can't remember who said it, but it was something along the lines of, why do we have to have a president? Why can't we just have the Supreme Court and that's it? Just a bunch of judges. Like, if you <laughs> fucked up at some point in your state or everything, they could rule whether you broke the law or not. What do you think, social studies teacher? Why, like, why can't we just... Parents <laughs> over there giggling. No. Just have a Supreme Court. I just... I mean... A committee. I mean, I like it. I mean, but at the same time, we, we got to have... You have to have a leader. You really do. I mean, I just you know. And I disagree. I, I, I disagree. Well, you gotta I, have, I disagree. You gotta, I disagree that as a nation we have to have one person that we well, tout I as think, someone to idolize, as opposed well, to someone I, that I, runs. I agree with you, Aaron. In, in the terms, I understand. Of, I mean, for y'all, yeah. that's fine. That's your opinion. I'm not. I just the and, and at the same time, I'm not saying you're I just, wrong. I just feel like it. Just you know, just in, in my position. I mean, even as a, as a coach, that's what I was going to relate it to. I have to be a, that leader. I have to. I mean, and I get it for a hundred percent. It's one I of those agree with you from that standpoint. It's just one of those things that, and I, I'm not going to sit there and say that we try. We I mean we're going to. I mean, I can tell you how many times I fucked up, uh, plenty of times. I'm messed up plenty of plenty of times. But I'm one of those guys. When I mess up, I'm not that one to like just just keep doing it. I I I study. I try to learn something new or what you know whatever I can change in order for it to be better. But to play devil's advocate for a yeah. second, what does a coach have around him? He has more coaches well, yeah. that help out. That's what I was alluding decisions. to. I is think that, exactly with what I wanted to say. Like as a head coach, you're the leader. You're the voice, but what's more important than that is the people that you surround yourself with, yeah. your, yourself with your, your, your assistants, your, your coaches it, that you put around you mm-hmm. make a program, not the head coach. It's, no, it's the staff exactly. that he assembles to build an empire, to build a legacy. I, as a, as an Eagles fan, Doug Peterson didn't win that Super Bowl. Frank Reich did, you know, and that was his offensive coordinator. Uh, and so, I, and now you got the dollar store version of Frank Wright. Yeah, basically. But I will, but I will say, as a coach, a coach has a team that did not elect it. I mean, it's it's two different things. I think in that situation, yeah, you would need a coach as a leader, but we don't need a president to. Di- we don't need any person in any position of government dictating what they think is best no. for us. Well, and, I think, we, but at the same time, that that's not how it runs today. Even so, yeah. like you but, have yeah. you laws, the president can say all he wants, but it doesn't matter if it's going to get but, passed. But that's the thing, you know, with me, you know, even with my, you know, with my assistant coaches, and I know James, you know, we've, I've always told James this: I don't like to be a micromanager. I'm not going to sit there and tell you what you need to do because that's not me. I'm one of those guys. Like, you have an idea, oh shoot it, please, because. I love it because maybe that's something I've never thought of or never even, you know, even looked at. And that helps me out grow bigger and it helps right. all of us yep. grow bigger as a program. I think the one thing a president really has the great responsibility for is the vision. And the same as a head coach, 
those two individuals, they have a vision. And when you have a, a person in power, they have the ability to influence and I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all you can really try but see. To and do. that's where I dis, and, and that's, I think that's just the fundamental disagreements that I have is, which is, I don't want the government to try to have any position in, in leading my personal life. I mean, I think depending on the, depending on the person in government, like the president should be, they're in charge of, you know, international affairs, international relationships. They're the civilian leading the army. I'm sure there's a laundry list of uh, not just the army, the armed services. Do you think the United States president should have the final be all say so of what gets passed? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, he doesn't do anything of that. The the judicial or not the judicial the legislative branch creates the laws. The executive branch signs the laws. Mm -hmm. The judicial branch interprets the laws. Right. Yes. Like that's that's what it is. But it's just one dude who should not be that important. But he's viewed that way, and, and no, that's the I, 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 I agree. That's he shouldn't be viewed problem. that as yeah. that important. But people will always view that person in that position of high importance. When and I think that's something that the government has done to. And, and this is not. I'm not trying to sound conspiracy theorist or anything. But I think that's <laughs> something that the government has created over the last eighty years is the need for people to depend on the government as opposed to the need for the government to depend on the people. Which they, yeah, that's the way it should be. Yeah. The, and it 100%. starts it starts at the local level. And I really, you know, I want something in the future as we get closer to March and April before our local elections, I want to have some of the people running for local council, running for mayor on here, um, and that's kind of branch out and see them. Because I, I, I am not happy with our local government at all. And some of the people that we have running for for some of these council did you, positions, did you guys see the, the guy, the guy that's running against Ginger to throw him out. Oh, yeah. His name is Mike Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that is an unfortunate name to have. Unfortunate coincidence. Thank God. And, and you know he what? Goes the, by Michael. The, the guy, <laughs> the guy could probably be ten times better than Ginger, but sorry, your name is Mike Hunt, and it's hilarious. To me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh, what's next? On you know, we were going to talk about the Bernie meme, the meme that that the the meme that, shit that is everywhere, the meme that started the the new meme of Bernie Sanders calling Mark Zuckerberg, saying people are making fun of me, and so Mark Zuckerberg logged everybody out of Facebook. Do you think that really happened? Well, so the thing everyone did get logged. A lot of did. people got logged out of Facebook. I, the, we think, did, but but for the, what reason? No, the thing, not because the <laughs> thing was made I, fun I of. saw right. from the reason people were logged out of Facebook was. Uh, it has to do with the setting inside your settings, and they did an update. And basically, like you ever, you ever like been on like Google or something? You search something, or you've thought of something. You remember back in the day, it was like that thing. Like you ever think of somebody, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from them. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. You're it ever, used to be called you, ESP. <laughs> you ever looked at something on the internet, and then like two weeks later, you saw that ad for that on Facebook? Yeah. So basically, there's a setting inside your Facebook settings that shows. Uh, and Brianna helped me turn it off that you can go inside your settings and it's, it's very complex. It goes down the rabbit hole of Facebook, but basically it ha- Facebook has access, whether you have iPhone or Android, uh, they have access to all of your, anything you log into, they have access to it. They have access and that's how they determine the ads that you get. I was under and the impression you could not turn it off. Yes, you can. And I was under the impression it, you could delete and clear your nope. history of it. I turned it off last Atta night. boy. I turned it off last night, and there is a way you can go Google, like, look up to turn off ads. Uh, but uh, See, I'm 90% sure they don't fucking care, and they're going to just do it anyway. <laughs> oh, he turned it off. That's cute. Let's gonna, just keep doing are it. Are you looking up Marvin Gaye? What's going on? 
No, it's, it's just a music video. Keep going. Some Luther oh. Van I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Little Anita. Uh, no, that's Twister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just the first thing that popped in my head when he said, But yeah, any, any, anyway, uh, it, apparently it had something to do with like the security measures and the way it, lo- it logs your information, and you need to go turn that off. Mm. And to, I can't, for the life of me, think of how my wife showed me last night, but it, just go Google how to turn off Facebook uh, moderating ads, yeah. basically. Oh, okay. And it'll. Uh, it'll but the Bernie that. meme, I mean, it's everywhere. Why is it so. You know, that, widespread that, and that poor old man was fucking cold in a shitty chair, yeah. Yeah. and it became like. It's just it just became a meme. He, lo- he looked show the he beauty. looked funny, and they were like, "Hey, let's crop this into everything." Yeah, it's, and when I say everything, he's been everything. cropped into everything. He's yes. cro- I've seen Sex in the City pictures of him on the couch with with the girls. I've seen him. I've seen him in friends' pictures. I've I've seen him in people's offices. It just to me that's the beauty of memes. Was Something he perturbed in that random. picture or he's just cold as shit? I think he's just cold. Which you know what's sad is we already got a cold old dude as president. Imagine if Bernie would have won. He looks already cold and older. Oh, and you know we also have to give a shout out to Matt Groening. Um, What did he do? Because apparently in Lisa Simpson, an episode of Lisa Simpson becoming president, she's wearing pearl necklace like Kamala Harris was. She's wearing purple like Kamala Harris was, and making statements about how Trump ruined the economy, which he didn't necessarily do, but still. Hey, hey, but still. First female, first female. All right, we're going to move on to a music video, guys. You ready to react yes. to one? This is a segment we haven't done in a while. This is our segment on the podcast. We really we, like this segment. We, we, we react to a music video, and oh my God, you're playing my favorite song of all time. Blink-182 is what's think, my age again. I think I, the reason why I, I like this part it's not because their cocks are fucking around but the thing about not at all they were wearing pantyhose i know but i'm just saying like yeah i was like who the fuck is singing (laughs) (laughs) but i just remember when the song came out or when the video came out i was like that's that's fucking awesome (laughs) <laughs> like three dudes running around right. in their birthday suits, just singing songs yeah, and being I mean, merry. So this this awesome. this song was originally called Peter Pan Complex. If you know, do everybody know what a Peter Pan Complex is? Absolutely not. You can't grow up. You can't get out. Like everybody knows what a Napoleon Complex is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you're a little guy. You you you're, you want to be in charge. A Peter Pan Complex is somebody that uh, is very immature. They make jokes at all the wrong times, and that's what this song was called. And now it's called What's My Age Again. And that that fits the bill, and they 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 dressed up in uh, mm. oh, there's Janine Linda Mulder. She was a great porn star. Yeah, or, she, I, I thought, she was a great actress. I thought I thought I thought Peter Pan was the angel of death. Anyway, Peter Pan because <laughs> he would like, take kids and they would never grow up again because they. But passed. like that's what I'm saying. Like Peter Pan, what is Peter Pan? Like you, a you're kid? a kid, and he always embraced that being a the kid. The magnifying right? glass is the greatest part of this video. <laughs> That sucks to mow your yard with one of those push mowers like that. Dear God, talk about a workout. This Uh, is a a song that we grew up with that was really played a lot. And you still hear it to this day. Like, it's one of those that's just continuously played. I just, it just won't ever get old. No, it's it's fun. Reminds me of my middle school days. Well, I think James and I, I think. Did you or who, who? Somebody put it in our CD player thing at school. 
I, the best of Blink-182? Yep, we've got it in the weight room yeah, right now. It, somebody, it, somebody has good taste. It, yeah, I love it. They're my favorite it, band of all time. Um, the greatest yeah, pop-pop This, this video is great, and there at the end, it actually shows their asses uncensored. For the entire video, it's censored completely. And MTV, uh, for the longest time, that's a kind of a little well-known fact about that song, is for the longest time that, that it cuts the video on MTV that was played cuts away when Mark says, what's my age again? And the guitar goes out. But the actual true ending of the video is now up on YouTube. And it just shows one last shot of all the boys running away with their asses out. The boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys are running. But it's a great yeah, song. It's a great song. They got, and they got their ass out. Great video. Uh, they, they, re, they actually redid that video recently off their, well, not recently, but in 2016 of uh, their uh, uh, their album. What was the name of that album called? California. Uh, they have a song on California where uh, they got Instagram. I can't remember the name of the song, but they got Instagram models. A lot of hot chicks. They got these three hot chicks to reenact that video. They go through the Jim Rome sports uh thing the guy mowing his lawn it's the same guy oh, nice. the guy in the cool. banana suit and and they were it was three naked girls while they sang this song it, it, the it, song takes me back man it just, takes me back you know, every it's, time i it's hear it's crazy but just, man they were so young in that video too yeah, yeah. oh god well, you, look at, you look at mark now, now and he's, they, they, they look he's old yeah they, all, they look old as fuck but i mean yeah, i don't know well that was what we were Elementary, middle school. Middle school. When that, I mean, that was, that was yeah, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. School, man, 20 man. years ago, yeah. Was, Can you imagine how old we're going to look in 20 years? Because uh, they were, they, nah, I mean, they weren't quite our already, age, right? They were a little bit younger already, 20 years ago. They're in their 40s now, right? They're older than us. Yeah, they're, they're well, yeah, 40 they're something. Older. Yeah, you look old yeah. as fuck yeah. anyway, but, you know. All right, so Joseph never likes the videos I pick, and that's fine. <laughs> I I appreciate that. But Not this necessarily. One, it, this, I'm, I'm choosing this video, one, because it's such a fun song to sing beside, but also because the video just does not make sense. When you follow it, it doesn't make sense. We've apparently watched it before. There's only one version of it. There's only one version of this song I like. Yeah. Every now and then I get a little I've never seen the video to this. It's freaking weird. I think the Dan Band version is way better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking never. What movie is Is that old school? Yeah, the first, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time they were in was in old school, and yeah. then the second time you see them is in The Hangover Part 2. Yeah. yeah. Terrified to see the fucking look in your eyes. All the time, man. You fucking every now and then I fall apart. <laughs> All right, so there's bright eyes. This reminds me of Casper. Why? I don't know the house. <laughs> hey, I used to have a crush on Christina Ricci back in the day. Hell yeah, Dude, she's fine. Hey, uh, <laughs> White Snake Moan. <laughs> uh, she's a slut in that movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. This is a weird. Yeah, he had to chain that bitch up. She was addicted to dick. <laughs> what the fuck is this video like? I've never seen this. What the fuck is going on here? Swim team. It's a weird what fucking... What a random video. And they're ninjas. Ninjas. Ninjas in a church, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it, I don't get it. What the fuck are we doing? Let me, let me see it. I'm going to pick our next one real quick. Somebody. It's no, a look into different oh, lives. I'm sorry. Oh, we have to do it on the Roku? All right. Well, we can't get out of it because it gets out of the... Oh, but the song. Falling apart. 
Um, Total eclipse of the heart. You gotta erase all that. Yeah, I know. Good song. Great song. But I can't hear that anymore without thinking of the fucking movie Old School. That's the best part. It's one of the best movies of all time. Best. Um, This is a band that not a lot of people know about. They, they're... They have their own original songs. They're kind of like comedic, like Weird Al type-ish, but kind of like adult. Um, they're called Ninja Sex Party. Um, but this this song is one of my... Uh, this It's a cover of an 80s song, and it's one of the... Uh, James, look up Ninja Sex Party. Everybody wants to rule the world. Uh, it's one of the best 80s songs out there in general. But... They they do a cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and this is their version of this is so fucking good, and the the music the music video is so relaxing, um, it it just kind of like makes you just want to relax. And so, anytime I'm having a bad day, I want to listen to this song. This so. is also one of those '80s songs that the majority of people only know that one part; they can't sing the rest of the song. But. Dan, the, the, the lead singer of this group, Danny Avedon, um, if you're a fan of, if you're a nerd and you're a gamer, he also is full-time uh, main member of Game Grumps, where they play video games and just make jokes all the time. And his voice is fucking angelic. Like, I just... Like, he's such a good singer. And this video is very... 80s. They're all wearing the "You Can Dance If You Want To." Yeah. It even sounds. It even. It's a good cover so far. Oh, you should look up. You should look up Ninja Sex Party under the covers. They have volume one through three. But mostly they do covers. Mostly they do covers. Okay. I'll play you a song off podcast of like one of their originals. It's really. <laughs> it's really funny. So where are they going in this RV? Uh, they're just kind of so like they're just t- talking about how like the the main point of this video they're on an RV they're on tour and they're going to their next gig. But uh, do they do a lot of eighty songs? Yeah, th- that's so like they have like I said they have uh, albums called Under. Okay, the so is that un- the dude from Captain Planet and Cheetar? That's what that outfit is. Yes. Okay. Uh, holy shit! Good job. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Uh, What's the white mask? Like I can't. I can't. Which one? Not that one. Like I had like a. The, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to figure that yeah, one. Yeah, that's what I'm. That one. That right guy. There. Yeah. I'd have to see it in full full view. But yeah. Uh, so right nin- there, right there, that one. Ninjas. I think that's just one of their <laughs> butts only yeah, box. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What what mask that was? But, was uh, that Captain Power? So Captain they, Power. they they started this band as like a, as a farce. They make funny songs, and I'll play you a song after we get off. That's Devo, right? Yes. You can dance. If Who? You want to. Okay. Okay. Is that Iron Giant? No, no. Looks no. so. like Iron Giant, just white. But it, anyway, they they have a uh, three cover albums called Under the Covers, Volume One, Two, and Three. This is from Under the Covers, Volume One. Ninja, Sex, check it out. It's nin, good. Nin, Ninja Sex Party. They're they're a they're they're a very awesome underrated band. Danny, they, they play all the all these instruments. It's, this isn't like yeah, no, 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 over. no. They everybody in the, Danny sings and everybody in the band plays the instruments. This is one of the best. Covers. Oh, you want to here while we're watching them? Go right now, James, and I'll, I'll look it up uh, just just to keep it going. Yeah, because this is this is to, impressive. Uh, what's what's the Pink Floyd movie? <gasps> um, they sing wish Africa. You, no, wish you were. They do that too. Wish oh, you were here. Wish Africa. you were here. Watch watch Ninja Sex Party. Wish you were here. 
This is just so good. I'm gonna just gonna type up NSP. Ninja Sex Party. Uh, wish you were here. Their version of this is just, and they do uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper." It's up there, top right, there top go. left. Okay, okay, there it is. So one, two, three. James, play it. This is their cover of Pink, Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here." Love Pink Floyd. Oh. Danny Avedon is probably one of the greatest singers you've never heard of. Like his voice is so good. Like, well, I'm just going to shut up and let you listen to this. But yeah, their, their entire band plays everything. And, and as far as, like, we do video reacts, what you're seeing in the video here is just a studio recording of this song. It's such a good song. Still, so good. Mm. Oh, but Danny's such a good singer. Like, he's... He's underratedly good. Every time I see a recording studio like that, my ADD goes crazy and I want to turn every button. <laughs> you want to push them all. Yeah, you just want to just go just fuck everything up. Right, slide up all yeah, those knobs. So good luck getting back to what you had in that motherfucker. Forrest Gump style. <laughs> Plug it all in. Thought it sounds better. So, so you think you can tell heaven from hell, blue skies from pain. Damn. I'm glad I could share Ninja Sex. I thought you guys had heard of no, them. No, man. From a the way, like I said, the way I heard about Ninja Sex Party is I, I'm a nerd, I'm a gamer. I watch Game Grumps, and Danny is one of the main stars of that. They, he plays with another guy called Aaron, and they just play like like old old school Zelda on the 64. They make jokes about it, and it's it's kind of like uh, it's like Mystery Science Theater, but to video games. And that's how I heard about his band. I just don't get like. You have a name like that, but golly, Ninja Sex Party, it's, yeah, and they're, but, they're 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 probably the best cover band you've never heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, why the fuck would you name that? But you sing really well. Hey. I mean, damn, that's really good. Like it really is. Like shit. Whoever's yeah, whoever's guitar and damn, they're damn good too. I want to hear him. I want to hear an Eric Clapton cover. That's a hard. I want to see him. So, I want to see him on Eric Clapton. We might as well. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and just play you one of their original songs and okay. kind of give you the idea of like what, they, what they're about. Um, I just thought, this, when, you, when you said the name, I was like, oh, you're going to hear like bullshit. Like, so this, <laughs> Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, Bloodhound Gang. Pee-pee. Uh, uh, yeah. Pee-pee, poo-poo on this, me. This that song shit. here. <laughs> I mean, that's, what I, that's what I was ready for. That's what comes to your mind. Pee-pee, poo-poo. Pee-pee, poo-poo shit wow. on me. <laughs> this, this song here. Is basically, uh, this is off their newest album. It's animated, but it's called First Date. And it's probably one of the best 80s songs that's not an 80s song. You got it, James? First Date? Yeah, I get it. This will be the last one. Uh, but this will just, this is the songs that they wrote originally. And it's very 80s in style.
It's already the guitar, the keyboard. It's very 80s. Listen to the lyrics, though. It's super funny. Animation's really good. Oh, but listen, listen. Nice twist. Let's <laughs> steal a motherfucking car tonight. Hey, I like you. I got your flowers. Let's get some coffee. Look deep in my eyes and tell me about your family. We can hold Oh wait, it gets way better. So he just injected cocaine in his eyes yeah. just then. Now he's stealing paintings, stealing let's, Van let's, Gogh's cup. Let's steal some precious fucking art tonight. You know, we could go a little more traditional, go for a walk, watch a movie. Actually, there's a really nice flower exhibit at the Botanical Gardens. Ninja Brian was just telling me about that last week. He loved it. Wait, you know what? Fuck it. Let's kill some guy tonight. We're holding hands <laughs> Young and alive, but wish I could say for that guy. <laughs> oh, wow. It's called first date. You missed, you missed the first part of it, Jerry. It escalates pretty quickly. It's brilliant. Let's kill, let's kill ten guys. Oh, hey, she's staying. Let's pump the brakes on the murders. Let's kill five guys. Craft the perfect alibi. Um, but they ha- they have another video up with uh, the the lead actor from uh, Stranger Things. What's the little kid's? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What's the in in the show? What's his name? Finn. No. <laughs> That's Star Wars. <laughs> no, the kid's anyway, name is Finn. Anyway, nin- nin- like Ninja Sex Party is the band. Go look them up. Great. They, they do. They have three cover albums. They do the you know uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, they do Queen. They have tons of great songs. Um, <laughs> I'm actually ticklish. Man, there. even the beginning of the songs. I mean, the music is really high quality. Is really good. They they have they this, have they have they have their own like what you heard right there which is like a kind of funny video funny song. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm gonna Ninja Sex Party. They're you missed most of the video. I'm super. Yeah. No, I'm super I'm happy. Um, what this, this week? Okay, fuck it. We'll, we'll, I, I gotta we'll do, we'll I gotta say this though. We'll, we'll I gotta say this though real one. quick. When I said to step out for a second to to relieve myself, the only thing I hear is James's kid say, "That's not how physics works." <laughs> I'm just like. Damn, I missed that conversation. I, know, I wonder what they're talking I about. I know, right? I wanted um, to pay a little bit more attention. So, um, hang on, real quick. I'm gonna look. I am gonna listen to one, one last week. one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do one. We'll do one last one. Uh, right here, Danny. Don't you know? Danny, so this don't is, you know? this song right here goes out to if you've ever been a nerd or picked on this. You're awesome still. And watch the video. Listen to this song. <laughs> it has the kid from Stranger Things in it. Danny, don't you know? NSP. Now. I'm gonna Google kid from Stranger Things. No. Fuck that. I'm going to keep picking on you. 
1994, New Jersey High School. Danny, don't you know? It is the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. The main one? Yeah. Well, they're, they're really all the main. I mean, you could yeah, it's you really debatable. Can't, you can't He's really... the kid that's also in Ghostbusters. Yeah. You can't, you can't really put a. Yeah, his name's Finn Wolfhard. There you go. See, the thing is, is, I don't know if I'm laughing is like the appropriate time because the video's off from the song. Right? <laughs> so, it's a good video so far. <laughs> it's costume. It's, <laughs> it's costume, man. It looks uh, like the guy from I Believe in a Thing Called Love. White. That's what I was about to say. I was like, oh, that's look, a good one, too. That's a, what is it? A darkness? That's yeah, a good one. Something like that. But, yeah, I was like. Okay, so the star circle with the star, what I wonder what that means. The cape is pretty sweet though. That's a cool Halloween costume. Yeah. I think I think James found his next Halloween costume actually. <laughs> I'm about to say. There you go, James. Yeah, if you wear anything else. Twenty twenty one right yeah, there for you. Do it. Might as well, right? Break down some barriers, baby. Going through an awkward phase from 12 to 29. <laughs> so that guy right there with the beard was Aaron. That's who he does game drums with. <laughs> it's basically about like if you ever got picked on, just who gives a shit? You're gonna be cool one day. Because nerds rule the world, man. They really do. I've always, uh, I've always said that. That's a Pink Floyd reference right there. It also looks like Wasp. No so one cares that you're 35. <laughs> hey, rock star, you rock star. Nah, for real, James. That's your, that's your Is that what he your, said? Yeah. That's your Halloween costume, man. Anything else, and you're just not being, you're just not being you. But my, my favorite my favorite line in this song is like, you walk like a newborn deer. Because <laughs> everybody remembers being tall, lanky, skinny, hitting puberty, and all that shit. Not, not Aaron. Aaron's like, no, never. never uh, been tall. Uh, I've uh, never uh, been tall, <laughs> lanky, or skinny. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm out of that category. I've been big bone all my life. But yeah, I mean, Ninja Sex Party, they're a great band. Look them up. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it moving. I think that this segment's going to be really cool if we can incorporate, you know, the video aspect of the podcast and then put the video in the like the bottom right hand corner so I'm they can just, see the video. Yeah, as we, we, we when we it. do yeah. video, thank, yeah, thank you, yeah, Joseph. Sure. I, I'm really going to listen, to dude. It I'm all telling you, man, yeah. they they have three cover songs. No, they, their, ver- their version of, of "Don't Fear the Reaper" and like my favorite my favorite eighties song of all time has always been "Everybody Wants to Rule the World." Yeah, that's been um, mine too. That yeah, version so. of theirs, Danny sings so good. I just, I mean, how's the cowbell? Just. Don't oh, it's it's, it's in just, there. It's just in the, there. Just okay, the voice. There. I mean, he sounds good. I, mean, I like his voice. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Nin- Nin- the music too. Is Nin- Nin- Ninja Sex Party. Look them up. They're really I, good. I'm gonna. Whether you, like you want to laugh or you want to listen to some good music, just, they have it all. I just the name. I'm like God, but then you hear the voice. You're like, so bitch. That's good. So bitch. <laughs> I feel like I've heard Ninja Sex it. Party before, I've but never. not actually like heard the music. I've just heard the name, and I just kind of dismissed it, not thinking that it was 
anything worth my time. Right. It's really that, good. Yeah, that's really good. It is very good. James, what is on the docket? Well, I've got it right here because I was looking up those musics. Joseph! Um, you know, speaking of... Hold on. Is, before we go on, speaking of music, you know, before... I mean, I'm kind of pissed at James this whole week. I'm this, with you. This last week, I've been pissed off at James. Elaborate. The reason why I elaborate, because <laughs> he keeps making fun of me and fucking Dave Matthews all fucking week. I don't know what brought <laughs> it up. He just keeps coming at me. He's like, yeah, why don't you go listen to your fucking day, man? You've been in me. It's marching. And go marching. And I was like, Shut. You know, crash into me. Like, Top two. That's a great well, segue for our main topic of the podcast. <laughs> our main topic for this week's podcast are the songs that got you through your adolescence. Mm. Um, and if we want to, we can play a little clip uh, through it. We don't have to watch pull up the video, but we can pull it up. Um, so what are the songs that got you through your adolescence? And But before we get into that... <laughs> You know, you've already talked about it. You love Dave Matthews. I do, but I was telling James, I said, you know, here's the thing. He sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you fuck y'all. Right now, okay? No, I'm talking about his, his His acting career, some of the movies, he was in Don't Mess I'm With not, Zohan. He was funny in that. It's, it's not even that. It's, Dave it's, Matthews was in that? And yeah. I told James, like I was he telling was like James. He like, racist guy that tried to kill him or something <laughs> at the end. The, like the mainstream ones that always came out, okay. To me, the... They're good songs, but they're not the best songs. I don't like Dave Matthews, but I do uh-huh. like I do like artists that are related to Dave Matthews. Like mm-hmm. I like I like John Mayer. No, okay. you can't do. Are that. they like cousins? You can't. I, I'm sorry, you can't do that. Why? Why? I think John Mayer is on his own category. I think I, they're up there though. Like, I, and, and I, then uh, what's, what's the dude that does a uh, banana pancake? Body is well, a one. Well, Jack, Jack, yes, Jack Thompson. Jack Johnson. Jack, Jack Johnson. But, <laughs> but to see the reason why I say John, uh, Jack see, the reason why the, <laughs> the reason why I separate John May, okay, as I mean, yes, he had to do his mainstream stuff to get to where he's at, right? Everybody does. Like Taylor was a good girl. Jack, yeah. Like, but when he got to like he started doing like his blues stuff kind of started getting separated from the poppy gen- genre it, his music got can, better can, can I, well okay i'm going to play devil's advocate to that for oh, a God second you know why you, here's why john mayer is better than uh Dave Matthews. I agree. Yes, Dave I Matthews agree. has fifteen fucking people in the band, and John Mayer is just John fucking Mayer. Well, yeah, so, but, uh, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's John, why I don't respect him. John, John Mayer land Jennifer Aniston. It's like Slipknot has to have fucking two fucking drummers. Why? <laughs> but that's but that's that double thing. foot pedal, bro. I, I love like here's the thing. I, I love Dave, but John is a, to me. John's at a different level. I love John Mayer. Because it's not Do you a, think John Mayer is better than Dave Matthews? Yes. Oh, well, I agree with Do that. Do you think he's better than John uh, Legend? John Legend? That's, that's, oh. That's, oh. That's, that's R&B. Two is he a better... Oh. That's R&B. Uh, John Legend's great, because but the, it's one person. Because Alicia the, Keys, one yeah. person. Because oh, Dave God, Matthews Alicia has... Keys. I can't keep the fuck track of who well, he Well, I was asking Aaron but, the other day of, of who's still in the band. You know, I He wish, said there's only, like, what, two? Well, technically, it's just Dave... The the bass and then the drummer. I can't you know? I can't speak on I but, I, don't, I don't want to talk too much shit on Dave because I know you love him. You're a friend of mine. Our our friend uh, Tre- Trevor Adesso. I I got Trey taken, loves okay. him. Too. I got taken to a Who? Dave Matthews concert, so, and it was the shittiest experience I've ever had in my life. Um, <laughs> you didn't go with me. We have fun. But okay. Matter, but here's man. the thing. Here's the people a, there. I wanted. To, I, I've never wanted people. to fucking hold on. Hold on. Uh, 
what's the, Columbine that entire place? Okay, but you go. <laughs> here's the thing that really, really. Yes. God damn it. Really, like, okay, so you know, with John Mayer, I went and saw him in concert. You know, amazing. But I think one of my one of my my best friend Jack, he got me into, and I believe the comp not the company, but the band is called Dead and Company. I don't know. I think Jerry Garcia. It's a great ice cream flavor. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Jerry Garcia is delicious. Stop being assholes. Okay, go go. But ahead. the thing about it, John and this group, they just they play amazingly. Mm-hmm. And John covers some of their songs. If you have a chance, it's on YouTube, listen to it. And listen to John. Like I like when after that but, when I saw that, I, I got a way bigger more respect on with John Mayer because and I and he I just jams out. Right. Yes, exactly. but I, I want you to give your reason. Why is Dave Matthews so fucking good to you? I mean, at the time, I mean, you know, like no, I not said, at the time. No, well, you God still like what, him now. Well, yes, but what I'm saying, the nostalgia when I, when, of the way he felt when I got when I first started listening to him. I told you back in 2000 mm-hmm. when I first started listening to him, it was just a different sound, different genre to me. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like folk. It, yeah, genre, so it's just and, and that, I and, and I, I I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I, think, I think I think I just had I I associate. I don't honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't have a problem with Dave Matthews the band or the person. It's the yeah. people that like Dave what Matthews. It, it, I, I attribute you. You ever see somebody wearing a Misfits T-shirt and can't name a Misfits song, <laughs> or or somebody wearing yeah. a, a, a Ramones T-shirt oh, yeah, and can't name. If you, there's a lot of people that say they like Dave Matthews. Well, it's just the elitist, the gatekeepers, the snobs of the genre. Yeah, and so that that's my thing is I don't like Dave Matthews fans so much as. Oh yeah, I understand. They, it's the reason I don't like Lubbock, right? It's because of that fucking school and their fucking fans. My I, family. I. Here. It's not against Dave Matthews. <laughs> it's their fans. Yeah, Dave Matthews <laughs> has always been popular. I just never have really taken the time to listen. To his stuff, and I want Aaron to compile a list of songs and, that he wants me to listen to, well, and I, I will, I will objectively listen to one, them. Let's play one right now. If you had to pick one song, let, let's put it up on the phone okay. on right now. One song that defines ah. your. If you had to pick one, your adolescent prob- years there's, there's, that you grew up. There's with. There's a song that Brianna loves. It's called like Body or some shit. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about. You said Body. It's one. Or... It's a one word song. Something like that. Crash well, that that okay, well, well yeah that one I like that okay, one okay so crash that one's, okay so that's crash. one of the commercial I, I, still, I still don't know it but the like thing if you about could play it, it on I that one it. that one is one of their mainstream it, it's a good song but it's not my favorite what would you pick my, okay, for so James to play right now my favorite song always it's always been for me personally is number forty one okay never heard that I mean I'm sure so James uh, played number 41 by Dave Matthews and you can play the studio you can play live you don't, the thing I like the thing I like I like the thing I like about the live version is that he played but then they have a long like 10 minute jam session with it so you just like the fact that he's musically inclined not so much I will say this music. I did not like my time at that concert because the people that were there were is a bunch that, of douchebags oh, but that. but I felt like I, I, I don't know any of his music right yeah. But there were parts during that concert where I was like, they're just fucking riffing right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's cool. Like, and I know, I don't do. know any of his music, but I, I'm musically toned enough to know when a song, they're done with their song, but they're continuing that on. Oh, yeah. And that, will, that was cool. That was and, cool. And that's one thing I really enjoy about their life. 
And, and I mean, you know, God, you know God, that. So there's so many, and I, I, I can't disagree with you on how many douchebags I met out there too. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to disagree. I'm sure that. his music's good if I really gave it a chance. I just don't like I said when I go to a con, it's just me. <laughs> Jared's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> it's just me. I, okay, I, that's he, the thing. here it is, okay, number forty-one. This is number Dave forty-one, band. and this is your favorite. Probably my all-time favorite. So I'm going to listen to it for a minute. We're going to okay. listen. I'm good on myself. Yeah, we're all dissing, dissing on Dave Matthews, but we're all drinking seltzers. <laughs> right. He reminds me, he's always just reminded me of like a Chris Cornell, uh, Eddie Vedder ripoff. Like a, like a trendy, yeah. So no, he's, he sounds it, but he's not like... He, Tell us a little bit more about the song. Like, what? It, what yeah, what's the meaning of the song? All right, well, first of all, he never says number forty-one. It's not. It's never mentioned. It's never song. mentioned. No. Why is it called forty-one? For what I, I think, from what I understand, it's just the number forty-one. That's the number. The forty-first song, song he wrote. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that's cool. I mean, when that's you, cool to keep track of something like that. Yeah. A lot of artists don't do that. They yeah. would know. And the thing about this song is just. Uh, this part right here. Go in this way, and I'll find my own way out. I won't tell you what. So, do you like the melody? Do you like the lyrics? Yeah, is it the lyrics? I love the lyrics on this. You know who always he talks a lot me about of... himself, but it's not like he's kind of staying that independent but uh, he's like I'm still here for you you know who was Dave Matthews before Dave Matthews I feel like that had a lot of people in the band remember Counting Crows yeah 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 yep. matter of fact I think that dude with that light skinned black dude with the dreadlocks from Counting Crows I think he played in Dave Matthews at some point oh man <laughs> I mean alright so hold on I'm this, not dogging this is my favorite part right here this, this is the last part, and then why? Why is this your favorite part? I just, just listen. Dude, that's an Eddie Better ripoff. I'm sorry. I like that build up. You know what? I've always, you know, what my favorite thing about you, Aaron, as a person. Is you were just like, you know, you're this big guy that could, if anybody ran into you at a bar, you could come off like it. But you were just like, you're a big teddy bear, man. Like, so just, nice. just sitting. I wish, I wish, we're a podcast. You can't see us right now because we're not doing YouTube yet. Thanks, James. Um, but <laughs> the, Boom. the, just seeing you just vibe with this song, I'm never going to like Dave Matthews. But just seeing no, you good. just like vibe with them and like yeah, like music I've, I love music more than anything in the world and just seeing you vibe with that song I just, can respect it it's man. just really it, it just it speaks to you yeah, right well it, the thing I like about that song and I've always liked it and I told James it's like when I die play the damn song because it just reminds me like you know like hey I'm good everything's fine I, I'm always gonna be good but if you if you need something I'm here yep and that's how, I don't know. That's why I vibe with that song so much, because no matter what, you know, I'm here. If you, I'm, I'm not, doesn't matter how much you screw me over, whatever. I still love you to the end of the day. And, and I don't know. That's just one of those songs that I really like. So, 
I can respect that as well. I mean, that whole Dave Matthews band movement in the early 2000s, you know, was huge. I remember so many people being a part of, of, you know, the culture. They wanted to go to all the concerts and so many, so many of my friends were into the band. I know a lot of people that I wasn't exposed probably as much as you were to that type of music at that time. Where'd you go to school again? I went to Sam Houston at that time. And where'd you where'd you go to school again? <laughs> really, you gonna put me on? Board? I'm just asking. I'm I don't know where you went to no, middle school. I went to Crockett. I didn't know you went to Sam Houston. I figured due to your address, you would have gone to Travis. I lived a few blocks over from Travis. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why so, I figured. You, so why'd you go to Sam Houston? Because I went to Carver. Oh, I didn't know that you were a magnet. Okay. Yeah, part so, of the okay. Aaron, you, when when did you become a Dave Matthews fan, band fan? So, 2000. Uh, so, okay, well, Middle I started school. listening to it about 2000. Would you pick that? So, for the main topic, would you pick that as one of your songs that got you through your adolescence? As my adolescence. Like, is there one song that, like, got you through a breakup, got you through teenage angst? Like, that's the main topic. That's, like, what's a song yeah. that got you that, through that's, life's that's hardships? Tough, that's a tough one, man. That really is, because... Because when you get down to it, you realize there's no substance to Dave Matthews. Jesus <laughs> Christ! That's I'm fucked up. I'm kidding. A thousand. I mean, all those I'll, fucking I'll, pissed I'll, off I'll, man buns okay. in their car with their Starbucks cup, right, just like I'll, slammed on their brake because they're so the, mad at the you. The lemony Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks people I hate me now. With the frosted tips. <laughs> frosted <laughs> tips. I feel like most of Dave Matthews band fans are around our age or a little bit older. Yeah. That's where the bulk of their, their fandom the, I resides. I would say the adolescence, what got me through. Got you through high school, just being young and stupid. And just I, like that one song, you were like, fuck these people, fuck this. This is this is my song. So teenage I mean, angst. I, I've always been, like I said, I'm, I'll be, you know, sentimental on here and all that shit. Like, I love people. You know, I always love people no matter what. And I always like to love music and things like that. You know, I would say, you know, anything that had to do with boys to men. Oh, I just, I just, their music, man, just got me through. Cause it just, I mean, even though they so, talked about breakups and they talked about, but they still talked about a lot about love. And I don't know why. I just fucking loved it. Boys to Men? Yeah. Got you Boys to Men. The end of the, the road. Exactly. <laughs> And I'm just, James just, that and that's what just got me. I, I don't know. I, I blasted Motown Philly like blew out speakers the, the night the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Motown <laughs> Philly's back again. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, but Boys and Men were great. Yeah, I mean, that, they were that just, really did. Yeah. And that's like way, not way before your time, but that's definitely like you weren't a teenager when no. they were yeah. popular. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? I mean right. You were probably like eight years old yeah. when they were like Listen in their heyday. Yeah, exactly. I was so young whenever they, you know, when they came out and everything but well like i pick, loved it pick, okay I yeah. loved it. we're gonna do this we we this is what i want to do for the podcast so pick a boys to men song to play right now would it be into the road or <sighs> no it's so hard nah. to say goodbye. I don't, I don't, you, don't, you know that song makes me sad about kobe bryant because okay. they alicia keys had them come out all and right play that. you saw the reason why i i love the song don't get me wrong i love the song and yeah if i hear it i'll, I'll listen to it but like if it's if, you know if i have control i change it because I'm not gonna listen to the full thing until my my oldest brother. That's what he wants us to play at his funeral, and that's the only reason why I'm not gonna listen. You can't. To I oh, so I get that. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there's yeah. a song that I have that I want played at my funeral. Yeah. That my wife knows, and anytime I play it, she gets mad at me because she's like, "Stop." Yeah. Exactly. And that's why when the song comes on, we just change it because 
I'm not going to play it until... Stop, you're not fucking dead yet. (laughs) Exactly, that's what we We wasted the good surprise on you. (laughs) I would say my favorite, you know, my all-time favorite song, you know, that it's called uh, Water Runs Dry. Water Runs Dry? I'm sure if I hear it, I'll I'll remember. I don't know, it just, it has a really good... So the one one song that got Aaron through his adolescence Mm -hmm. was probably a 13-year-old song. Yeah, I think it is. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is a beautiful this is voice song. To men. Yeah. We don't yeah, I'll shut the fuck up and let the real people sing it. <laughs> the real boys who I've heard this. I didn't know this is voice to men. <laughs> Look at her. This is a good song. <laughs> he, he did the head No more. <laughs> Great song. Okay, yes, I did know this. Yeah, okay. God, dude, they, the best, honestly, in my opinion, they are, there is nobody that's ever going to be a better acapella than those four dudes. Hell no. Hell no. They can can do it. You know what? I'm not big into religion. Mm Mm-hmm. But the best Silent Night I've ever heard oh, yes. is Boys to Men. That, that yeah. Christmas album yeah. was perfect. Oh, dude, I love yeah. that so Christmas. good. That oh, whole yeah. that's yeah. yeah. Fuck Mariah Carey. Yeah, that one. Exactly. Yeah, Christmas doesn't happen until I hear that one tall, skinny, dark dude with the deep voice. Oh go, yeah. Silent. Like, dude, it's so good. And we play that shit real quick. Why not? Why the fuck not? We can't. We didn't get to hear that. I didn't hear that all Christmas. Really? Man, that's but. Awesome. But I bet you heard Mariah Carey. Yeah, fucking. Over but that's the thing. Over and over. over. Like, Peyton, my, my 11-year-old boy was addicted to that song. I Listen, mean, this shit. This shit. Listen to All is Bright. Right. God. Right there. Jesus. Right there. They're the best acapella. Yeah. Like, pin and tonics go suck a dick. <laughs> you, don't, you don't compare. Yeah. You don't compare to this. Like, no. Pin and tonics, like, Brianna's obsessed with pin and tonics. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a group that did it better, yeah. and their name is Boys to Men. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. Aaron, chills. Thank chills. You. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hell yes, yeah. Sir. Yes. James. I what is, it. I what is it. one song that got you through adolescence? If you could pick. I know we have a ton, but if you could pick that one song. I already think I know the group that it would probably be. Which one would it be by them? Self-esteem by the Offspring. Yep. I already knew it was going to be Offspring. One. That is a good one. Ah, I was gonna why, go, why Self-esteem? Gonna off, the Offspring were my favorite band growing up. And then a little bit later came Green Day. Uh, just the teenage angst, the, the, the troubles of growing up, going through issues family issues going through breakups you know not getting the girl you wanted yep. that type of stuff that song like embodies all of the anger yeah adolescence and it that's that's, built that's, up that's where i'm going me. with this too like there's a ton of songs that made me as a teenager like i i even made a playlist on my spotify called the songs that made me no but no how about that's a fucking good playlist no, there's so a lot I. of good songs yeah. but but i i'm i'm on the same page with james like my song's going to be a lot of adolescent angst like see i have angst. i have a jlf life soundtrack and i've just started putting all my favorite songs in there i'm just glad it's so not. so let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play self-esteem i'm just glad it's not shaggy it wasn't me 
<laughs> Which very well could be. All right. You know. la, 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 la. Such a good song. Oh, it is. Right. It really e- is. Every time I would hear it, it would, it would be like a release, you know. Get it all out. Get stood if, up. If you ever <laughs> partied at James Fairchild's house in the mid to <laughs> early 2000s, chances are you heard this song a lot. A lot. Rejection, you know. To me, this song is about like a dude that tried to get laid and he couldn't get it. Yep. But it's just it's so much more to that than that it, to me. It's the, atti- it's <laughs> the it's, attitude. It's everything. It's like, it's like I can get it up every time. <laughs> oh, did you get it confused? <laughs> it's just like the 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 shortcomings of being a teenager and not getting the things you want. I, li- and I like where your you- life fucking being shit. Yep. I like where you went with this because that's kind of the same direction I'm going. There's a lot of songs I like more than the one I'm picking, but for the song that got me through my adolescence, that's where I'm at. Just that angst, that anger, the pain. Just that's why I love punk rock so much. I just did, up. my my song is related to like I just didn't give a shit about like you 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 know me in high school I was the type of kid that was like, hey Joseph go do this and I would have done it. <laughs> yep, I would have done you, anything. You would have. Yep. Anybody asked, like, go, 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 flip that guy's. Go into McDonald's per- and steal the the wet floor signs and steal the fucking display for the toys. And I would. And he would, I would do, just it. Go do it. It's fucking wild, crazy. Jared, if you could pick one song that got you through your adolescence, that's a great song. I swear to God, if you pick that goddamn "The Heat Is On," I will stab you. <laughs> it in probably the is. Eye. All right, no, no. The so, heat is on. So this is. This is, I remember it was, I think it was middle of freshman year. I heard it. I heard the band. It was the first time I got introduced to Seether. And one of their songs, Driven. It's fucking sad as shit. When you listen to it, it isn't like when I listen to this as an adult and reflect back. And this is one of the songs that made me through it. I was like, oh. Fuck, that's depressing. God damn it, Jared. Jared, you would pick Seether. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that. I'm telling you, man. I I was thinking, because, like, that was broken. I'm broke here. That's a good one, too, though. Seether's not a terrible band. No. No. They're up there with that douche rock thing that I felt. But, so so why? Why the songs? Just listen. They had a really great guitarist. Definitely some Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder influences in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was that rise of that type of... It was like the falling off of that those grunge guys to the rise of, like, these guys shine down, trapped... Yeah. Uh, Didn't they come to Midnight Rodeo? Breaking either? Benjamin, yeah, yeah, they were all yeah. around here. Breaking Benjamin was another band I listened to a lot. I loved Breaking Benjamin. Ben Burnley's a cocksucker, though. He kicked everybody out of the band. So what? What? Why? Why the song? Um, I mean, it was there's there's betrayal, there's lack of understanding, there's lack of confidence. There's it starts out. You know, um, do you know I'm faking? To do you know or, or I'm faking? It's just a very, it's a very un, a lot of unsh- unsure, unsurety. Which is a time, a time in your life you just didn't know. I didn't fucking have a clue, but I faked it like a motherfucker. We all have, we all do. Yeah, but 
I just listened to the lyrics and I'm like, man, I, I mean, I can, a, it, this, I mean it, this, it is. This is not a bad song. No, it's not. It's a all. good song. No, I just listened to the lyrics and you're like, just that first part, I was like, damn, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you see the yeah. album cover, I Hate Myself, I Hate You. Dark places. Mm. Fucking angstiness. Definitely, I, I, I've heard this before. It's been a long time. Kind of reminds me of Stain too. I don't think I ever heard Stain. old. Oh, the first three albums of yeah. Stain. God damn it! You can't. Stain they're was, they're good. Stain yeah. was a close second. Stain was a close. What's second. that one song? Where it's like, doo, 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 doo. yeah. And I hate you. You know that well, that one song. Oh, what is the name of that? Just look up Stain real quick. That, it, that, that His rem- voice that, is another I mean, voice. That about Mar- Aaron Lewis's? Not Mud Shovel, right? Is Aaron Lewis, no. right? No, it's off. It. Let me see. Let me see the thing. <coughs> Mud Shovel. No, I don't think it was. No, it's like outside. I don't know the other one. No. Yeah. No, not that one. Let me see real quick. Come on the outside. That's a good song too. I was sitting here watching Tenacious D. Dude, Tenacious D was another (laughs) band that I listened to the fuck out of in high school. This is the greatest, greatest, greatest song, whatever. The tribute, tribute, thank tribute. you. Wonder Boy was great. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, this is this is another really good. I love Jack Black. Stain, Stain was good, like it was, it was they 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 performed with a lot of those douche rock new bands. new metal bands of, of the early two thousand. Well, and then you know it turned like Godsmack it, and all that. Kind of it kind of seemed like Seether, Godsmack, plays like that started, but then it kind of evolved into more of like the Thursday and the My Chemical Romance and the. See, used. I never got into. Well, any that's of that, whenever so. the old. Meet the, the emo, emo. Shit, yeah. but it was like pop emo. It wasn't real. It was, well, it was like it a was good Charlotte like. It was pop shit. punk. Yeah, yeah. Where is pop punk. Never got into anything in that genre except for Blink One Eighty Two, and, yeah. and they're right on the fringe there. But yeah. they started that, it. All Everything else is kind of a simple brand plan I, I, and good I, Charlotte. I could I, not stand. Jared, I, I embarrassed James. I go, wow. He's like, shut oh, the wow. fuck. <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up. You do the, the, the disturbed? <laughs> right. The down with the sickness? Okay. <laughs> Quit screaming. I want to say it was a single bit. I can't anyway. stand that scream. Disturbed shit. down with the sickness was, was pretty good. Disturbed was good. Yeah, some of the screamo, some of the screamo was a little too much. Some of uh, it was like, not that Mudvayne's uh, just screamo, but Mudvayne was always really good. Nah, you know. Are you fucking happy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I was I was really big into Kiss and Metallica as a kid. Yeah. Those are my two favorite bands as a kid. I had their cassettes. I remember going on road trips, my, popping Joseph them in. Will, Joseph will agree with this. Those one. are my two favorite. Mine bands. was AC DC. AC DC. AC DC. But yeah, I mean, System of a Down was fantastic. Yeah, Chop Suey was was really good. Gosh, but I did BYOB. That album was really good. My yeah. all-time favorite song is like an elementary kid was Sex and Candy. Oh, and I got, I got yeah. in trouble for writing that on a piece of paper when we had a questionnaire to fill out of who, who were our favorite artists, what were our favorite songs, and I wrote that down, and I got in trouble. But that was my damn favorite song. Now, well, I'm fucking sorry. You asked me the question, yeah, and yeah, I gave right, it to you. Yeah. And, right. and that was the only good now Soundtrack. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. <laughs> now one was the only good soundtrack. I gotta now. look that one up. I need to I look. So, oh, dude, Liddy Kravitz is on there. In Vogue is on there. Radiohead's on there. Marcy Playgrounds on there. The song, the song that I have picked that got me through my adolescence, not got me through, but this was this song embodies my adolescence. Like I said, my favorite band is Blink One Eighty Two. I like. I love Green Day. Uh, this band is probably up there for me. But for some reason, this this song was like 
when James said like I would fucking do anything, I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit about nothing, and that's in this song. Uh, this was the song of my adolescenthood. Sum forty one. Fat yeah. lip. Just because I just I didn't care. I, this is to me. This is being a teenager, partying, going skating. Like your name was El Nino. Yeah, just yeah. skating, just doing stupid shit. This is what it was like watching Jackass and listening to songs. I just I remember the music video. Yeah, it's great. About the- uh, me, my stepbrother Jeremy, my friend Amos, and our friend Gennaro, we tried to do that dance that they do in this video, yeah. where they like they they slap hands and then they like drop down and they it's like a breakdance song, but it's not. Yeah. We, t- we tried that once. It didn't really work out for us. Oh, yeah. This is middle school all the way. I, I love Sum 41 yeah. back then. Yeah. And it really is. Yeah. I, I, you, you know, I'm trying to think of this skate song. We left when all people fall. I knew I had a shitty pair of headphones for my Walkman because I could only hear half of that part. <laughs> Me. You. No. Like, that's all I can hear for it. Yep. Um, Heaven is a half pipe. Oh, yeah. God, that was a By Weezer. Song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm looking at this Now Volume 1 soundtrack, and it's pretty dope. I didn't think that was Weezer, was it? You know what's funny? I will say this. Everybody in this room listened to this song and thought they could relate to it, even though you really couldn't. No. But th- no, not this one playing. Oh. But right. I'm about to play a song, and everybody like got one. Like you just got pissed off at some adult figure in your life. You were like probably like 13, 12, and 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 you were just like, yeah, fuck them. This is how I. This is my life. Fuck you. Let's and everybody it. had this song. And whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. My whole day, baby. We were playing uh, this during basketball practice yeah. the other day. <laughs> this is like yeah. the the pissed off white kid. Get I'm out of my fucking. Too drunk to ride my pants. Yeah. No, this that's Stan. This is the way I am. Oh, it sounded like Stan. Mm. But like, I remember laying in my, I, my mom Fuck bought up. me, my mom bought me a, a like, Shut up and you know, the, the, not a, a you know, the futon beds. Yeah. I had that, but I had a bunk bed on top of it. I remember oh, laying nice. in my futon bunk bed, be like, I'm just mad. <laughs> just punching the pillows. <laughs> no, like, I'm trying to just, I, what was funny about that bunk bed is I, I was this close to the ceiling <laughs> when I slept at night. I was like, Fuck, I'm fucking mad. I'm gonna push through the fucking ceiling right now. I'm gonna punch the drywall. Kyle's coming through. Shout out to 2001 to 2005 Eminem. Yeah. No, 99 Eminem. I remember hearing. I remember hearing that. My name is on the radio for the first time in 99, dude. I remember my brother Bruce. Uh, you can't listen to it. I had to. I I hid his album, his this this album, the Marshall Mathers LP, yeah. in in my uh, un- underwear drawer. <laughs> I don't know. We're thinking the same one. This Tidy, is brother, my brother Bruce brought the oh, the first one. And I, my mom was like, "What the hell are y'all listening to?" I was like, uh, "Heaven awesome. is a hash pipe. That's a weezer." Yeah, song. yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we were, we were a bunch of pissed off kids yeah. growing up. Oh, yeah. oh I, here's 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 one that I remember blaring from my little ju- my little jukebox in my bedroom <laughs> from Vanilla Ice's rock album. What the there's a fuck? song. Of course, you did. there's a song. <laughs> no, check this. The song is called Prozac. 
do I, do I have to listen? No, to you don't have to listen to it. But I remember, I remember my dad coming in and re- and taking the CD. Out. I think he did the same with I, my uh, Rob Zombie CDs because um, <laughs> like Demonoid Phenomenon. But he was I like, would be excited. You, you know what? Shit. I would be excited now if my kids were listened listening to rock. I if I walked in and saw my kid listen to Dragula by fucking Rob, Rob <laughs> Zombie, yeah. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, Ellie, yeah. fuck it up." <laughs> I do. I do have one song like. Back for the middle school days that you just you fuck shit up because you were like fuck oh, it. I'm done I got is one it, song is it, is it is it I know can I guess it yeah go is shit. it is it chocolate flavored water is it break stuff it break <laughs> no, stuff it, it was this yeah. it was this one right here you it, ready? Stuff. it was this one it was this one wasn't it but, but shoot oh, <laughs> this right. was it oh hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah don't be hating on this shit man. And we all know the words mm. of the song. Though. Everybody could karaoke this song. You Whether you hate on this band or not, you know every word to this song. The one. Come on, James. Desire. I hated this shit. Believe. Hated yeah, it. but you're 30 now. Come on. <laughs> I don't know the words and I'm 30. Sad that you do. Because you listened to it back then. It that way. I was to it last <laughs> week. Pussy. <laughs> you fucking I pussy. I I can honestly say I never got into that shit. And I will love you forever for it. None of it. That way. But we're gonna we're gonna end the we're gonna end the in the in the uh, podcast. Are we at the end? One of of our favorite. Yeah, we're at the end. Two hours. Oh hell yeah. Um, Y'all are done listening to us anyway. It's a very sentimental song. (laughs) It's a very beautiful song. Uh, A man lost his wife. And. uh, I love this song. We're just gonna we're gonna go away and just let you listen to it. <laughs> Thanks, Wheeler. This is Wheeler Fucking Walker. Love it. Fucking Wheeler love Walker it. Jr. Um, so we should end every podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should. We're just gonna let it I play. Would love to. We're just gonna let it play for We've a minute. We've done that once before. Uh, thank you for listening to Bob C. The Locker Talk. My name is Joseph King. I'm Jared Scott. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm James. <laughs> and here we go. Fuck you, bitch. Wind up alone. alone. I always wonder if he wanted to say, I hope you end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, man, that's too dark. Yeah, too dark. Wait, you know what? Fuck it. The way I want to end this podcast with nobody talking is just uh, the greatest rap song of all time. Yeah. Oh, are we, that's uh, that's going to be the opening of our next all segment. Me. This is all me right here. This is a preview of Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast number 37, where we talk about the greatest rap songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to hit it right now and let this bitch ride. Top three. I sit alone in my four-cornered room. That's the best rap song of all time. I'm sorry. Ghetto Boys. Yeah. Mind playing tricks on me. At night I can't sleep, I toss and turn Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned Four walls just staring at a nigga I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger My mother's always dressing, I ain't living right But I ain't going out without a fight See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose It's somebody watching the act